It's the two-minute beer review. Welcome to bonus episode number two. This is an ongoing series of episodes in between episodes that is focusing on describing different types and styles of beer. What do those names and labels mean without getting too deep into chemistry or biology? This week, I had a request to explain one of the most widely used terms in the beer business, lager. This is a bit of a loaded gun because beers that are classified as lagers account for as much as 90% of all beer sales worldwide. This means that to many people, lager and beer mean practically the same thing. But what makes a beer a lager? Well, there are two things that make a lager a lager. The first is a process called cold maturation. This is exactly what it sounds like. The beer is allowed to mature or age at a relatively low temperature. This cold storage of beer seems to date back to medieval times when it was common to store beers in caves. In the 19th century, in fact, before refrigeration, German beer makers would dig cellars for their beer and fill them with ice in order to keep them cool. Cold storage is important to the lagering process, but the second thing that really makes a lager a lager is that the beer is fermented using a specific type of yeast. This yeast is capable of converting sugars into oxygen at lower temperatures, originally allowing brewers to continue production in the colder months or in climates where other strains of yeast would not be successful, but kept on for the qualities and flavors that it produced in the finished product. But you know what we care about most on this show. What does a lager taste like? Well, that's a difficult question to answer. Since lagering is a process for brewing, it actually encompasses a ton of different styles under its wide umbrella. Here are just some of the styles that I found while researching lagers. Now, I'll include some links in the show notes so you can do additional reading if you like. American dark lager, which has low hop flavor and sweetness, sometimes from added caramel syrups. Box, which have a malty flavor with little to no noticeable hop bitterness. Doppelbox, which tastes similar to box but have higher alcohol content. Dortmunders, or Helles lagers, which are described as having a bready, biscuity flavor. Dunkels, which are moderately sweet, again with little hop presence and hints of chocolate, caramel, or nuts. Pale lagers, now this is your Miller High Life and friends, which is the most popular style of beer in the world and is described as having a crisp, clean flavor with no noticeable hop presence and no fruity flavors. Oktoberfest beers, which harken back to those early days of German refrigeration and have a slightly more noticeable hop presence with a sweeter, malty flavor. And Pilsners, which is admittedly a broad category itself since Pilsners around the world can be wildly different, but it's generally qualified as crisp and refreshing, although occasionally grassy or skunky. Oh, and one more old favorite that classifies as a lager, malt liquor. That's right, the contents of that paper bag are almost certainly a lager. Now as you can see, it's impossible to tell you exactly what a lager tastes like because lots of beers are lagers. They can be dark or light, sweet or refreshing depending upon the style. That Bud Light you had at the picnic was a lager, but so was that Negro Modelo you drank on Taco Tuesday. To break things up a little, We'll explore many of the lager styles in more depth in subsequent bonus episodes, but I think we'll leave the subject of lagers here for this week. I hope you'll join me on the next regular episode of the Two Minute Beer Review, and as always, send your questions and comments to twominutebeer at gmail.com. That's the number two, minutebeer at gmail.com. Keep tasting and experimenting, 
as we continue in our quest to taste all the beer. <laughs>